Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Bess Hour. Bess, you and I have been friends for many, 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 many years. I wonder where we first connected. Do you ever did I just show up at one of your events? I can't remember. You know, I don't know if it was that, or maybe we were both speaking at a podcast event. It could I don't know. Lou Mangello maybe was hosting something. Yeah. Yep. Could it could have been that. Um, it has been years, though. I know, I know. Or, you know, Green Room or something like that. Uh, so, Bess, you're local here in the Orlando area. Uh, your background. So, certainly, we've done some really great work with Florida BlogCon. Uh, thank you so much. A few years, many years, several years ago, uh, I, I got to keynote at, at, at that yeah. event. And that would, what a great experience that was. What a great uh, community that you built up, which brings us to the topic of today, because you have a book that I want everybody to go take a look at right now. It's uh, it's called Unio, The Art of Intentional Community Building. You and I were talking before we started hitting record, and I am 2022, for me, is all about human connection. It's it's about really quadrupling down on community because, and just kind of as a warm up here to, to let you take the mic here in just a second. Um, you know, and I was just telling my story with Savings Angel, people would come for the service, but they stayed for the community. And so if the average member may have used us for a couple of months, but then they started getting plugged in with other people who believed like they did and were interested and intrigued in this way of shopping. And then it became indispensable. They did, There's no way they would leave at that point once they built relationships and friends within that community. So Bess, I am so grateful that you're here and I'm so grateful that we can have a conversation about this topic. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, thank you for having me. And you mentioned Florida BlogCon and, and that was one community that I just loved building up. It was, it was by Florida bloggers for Florida bloggers and really serving that community. And we were at the forefront of when blogging went mainstream. So I had a lot of experience learning how to serve that community, but Josh didn't mention Florida Swim Network, which was my other community. So it was my, just my huge. Oh my gosh. So my husband was a swim coach and my son swam and I'm sitting there poolside and, and I don't sit well. And so uh, my husband said, well, why, why don't you webcast? And that was what it was called back when we first started in 2010. We started basically live streaming uh, swim meets and uh, it was, it took off at Gangbusters. As you know, Florida is a very transient state, meaning we have a lot of people that move here from elsewhere. And one of the best things about our live stream was that grandma in Ohio could tune in, aunts and uncles in Arizona could tune in. So we like to say we sold out stadiums 
online. But we treated these uh, these swimmers like rock stars. Now, I'm not talking about Michael Phelps. I'm talking about little Johnny, age 10, swimming his first swim meet. And we would interview mm-hmm. them afterwards. And so by really focusing on our mission, which was featuring Florida swimmers, our community grew from there like gangbusters. In fact, we, we, we gained so much attention that we even later got hired by ESPN to live stream uh, their swim meets. So oh it really goodness. took off. Wow. Wow. All right. So Bess, why is community so important for business leaders to focus on in the year 2022? So my, my physical community, right? You know, uh-huh. I keep hearing from my clients that, you know, organic reach is dead. You know, there's no way we can reach organic. We have to pay. It's costing us money. It's it's taking away from our bottom line. And I find that the communities, and, and again, when I say community, I mean your cl- customers, your clientele, your fan base, the people who are liking you and following you online, the people who are walking in your store, your physical location. So organic reach, you know, I keep hearing it's dead. And I'm finding that the clients that have taken time to actually identify who their audience is, the clients who have actually, the community builders that have actually taken time to find out what their community needs are, those are the ones that aren't really having that problem with organic reach. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? How come they don't have a problem with it, Bess? There's a softball for you. you Yeah, that's an easy one. When you know who your audience is, when you know what their needs are, it is very easy to be relevant to them. And, you know, I, I had one, I had one client that they kept trying to assume what their, what their community needed. And they kept assuming they knew. And I'm going to use a great story by, by, my, by my friend, Danya Shea, that, that she consults companies about empathy, right? Listening with empathy. Mm-hmm. And she was consulting this company, a softball company. They made softball uniforms called, and it was Rip It. Rip It was the name of the company. And when she went in, she said, you know, we want to be the leader in softball uniforms. Now, we're talking the Pop Warner or the Little League of softball. So we're talking about teenagers, tweeners. These are the market they were going after. And Shay looked around and she said, well, you guys are all a bunch of grown men. Do you really know what those tween girls want in a softball uniform? And they all kind of looked at each other and no. So they got out of the office, you know, get out of your comfort zone, go meet your members, go meet your community. So they start interviewing these community members. They start sitting down with the softball players, with their parents. And Josh, guess what? Tween girls have a very specific concern. They're about to get their menstrual cycle. Now, this isn't pleasant to talk about, but it's very important, especially to this company's bottom line. That was the girl's biggest concern, that they might get their period and not know about it. And so they were not always comfortable with that softball uniform. So guess what? They redesigned the softball uniform helped with the padding of the period proof, and suddenly they're number one in the marketplace. So wow. it's by having what seems like an uncomfortable conversation, and maybe you need to have some of these conversations with your community to find out what their needs are. Don't assume that you know, and it can really 
up your community, make your community members love you. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think the resistance might be uh, to uh, a, you know, an organization or, a, or even a company or, or whoever it may be uh, to, to really uh, opening up? Uh, their community. And so let's say, for example, so we've got about 160, 170 clients. And, um, you know, for us, I I just think it was just, we were just forgetting, like it wasn't on our radar. We had a, we had so many one-to-one conversations and occasionally we would do some things where we'd invite everybody onto a call, but I'm like, wait a minute, I really need to start facilitating conversations across all of our clients so they can help and support one another. And collectively, you know, brainstorm to let us know what we should be doing. If we're truly advocating for their success and growth, then we ought to encourage free form conversation, even if best some of those conversations might be a little difficult to hear. Yeah, you know, and I think that's, you know, all right, you're busy running a business, right? I mean, you sometimes forget that community is your business. You know, we, we, we have, you know, supply chain issues, we have bottom line, we have, you know, all these things that seem to be our business, but really serving your community is your number one priority. And yeah, those conversations can be uncomfortable. Now you can do them like you said, you sound like you were doing exactly the right thing, having the one-on-one conversations, but also gathering that big data, right? So a company needs both of those things. You not only need the one-on-one conversations, you not only need the social polls where you put them online, you not only need those anonymous surveys or the emails where you invite people to those personal meetings, but you also need that big data. You know, it is able, you are able to use social to see what are people responding to, what do they seem to resonate with. So use not only those one-on-one conversations that might get uncomfortable and they may tell you something you don't want to hear, but you also need to be using that big data. Yeah. Bess, um, in terms of uh, where we are today, I'm really curious about your observations about kind of the, um, you know, when I, again, we think about, you know, how, uh, communities are being facilitated. I kind of shared with you, again, my story of my observation. So we were running this very successful, we were using vBulletin, right? So it was a forum-based software and that's, you know, we were engaging back and forth. My team was there. I mean, it was awesome. And then Facebook came along and we were like, oh man, I guess we need to shut this down and move everything to Facebook. Um, and at that time we were running it through, that was before Facebook groups, I think. And there were just oh. a Facebook page. And so we were like, okay, push, 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 push. Everybody go to Facebook. And then it was fine. It was really good for a while. And then all of a sudden, you know, our Facebook page was largely for us pay to play. Uh, and then I don't know. It's like, but now I, I feel like I've seen this resurgence of, of, and I've talked to many other people that are finding ways to bring in, I don't want to say closed networks, but at least where you have a little bit more access and reach based upon the success of the community and not a social media algorithm. Do you have any feel for like um, platforms and technology and how that interfaces with, with community today? You know, uh, one of the chapters in my book is all about technology. And uh, there's actually two parts of it. One, 
the technology make it grandma proof. And then the other one using social media as a service. So as we know, I mean, as you know, social media platforms are going to come and go. I mean, Facebook has been there for a long while. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been, it was the originator of it. Let's, and it's, I mean, it's been the elephant sitting in the room, but even it's had changes. And I think you always have to have that black backup plan to diversify yourself. But um, I say make it, when your environment, sorry, when your community's environment is primarily on the line. So I know we have, you know, some companies that it's an in-store brick and mortar, right? Meet and greet. And that is primarily the customer interaction. But if you have a community that primarily lives online, e-commerce, or if you have a, you know, a group that's truly just a Facebook group that, you know, have a like, like, a, you know, a common interest, you still have to make it grandma proof. And we, we, I use that term because it's so important. With, with Florida Swim Network, I'll use that as an example. When we were live streaming these swim meets and we had little Johnny in the pool and little Johnny's family was trying to watch. Well, little Johnny's family may not be located in the United States. They may not even speak English. They may be located elsewhere in the world. And uh, they may not be very technologically savvy. It may be grandparents that have trouble navigating the interwebs as it is. And so if uh, they had to come to our website and then they had to hunt to find out where it says, watch the meet live, maybe they needed mm. to know the meet name. They had to click on there. It went to a page where they then had to navigate where the player was Then they had to push play. And we may not have been live at that time. We may have been offline. And so we learned through about 20 different iterations of that very process of how to simplify it and how to make it accessible, no matter what your age was or what your language was. We had to make it that simple for people to tune in and watch. And the simpler we made it, the bigger our viewership went. And then we found that this held true when we went to e-commerce because we later developed an OTT television channel. So OTT is, is over the top television. It's the forerunner of Hulu or Netflix. <laughs> we developed a technology where it was called your swim channel. It was the first dedicated OTT channel for swimming. And we actually live streamed through it. And it was before single sign on, meaning you and your credentials and you could watch on every screen. That was not yet a thing. And so we discovered that if it had too many screens to go through, that that became a barrier to them becoming mm -hmm. a member of our viewership. And so you have to make it grandma proof. Yes. Test it, test it. Test it. And then the same thing goes for the community. If grandma is one of your prime viewers, but she's not on TikTok, why are you wasting all your money and budget on TikTok and TikTok ads? So make sure you know who your audience is, where they are, how to easiest to reach them. And then my, the second part was the using social media as a service. And I've just discovered this, and it's just a good rule of thumb for, for both of my, my communities. I built FL BlogCon as well as Florida Swim Network. The internet is big enough for everybody. <laughs> you never need to yeah. badmouth your competitors. You no, never please. Need to yeah. 
but I, you know, I cannot believe how many do. I mean, it's big enough for, for everybody. If somebody yeah. loves swimming, they were not just going to one media outlet. They were looking at several of them. And so, uh, you know, that you catch more flies with honey stands true in business and community building as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So Bess, your website is build with unio.com. That's U-N-I-O.com. Yep. What is unio? Yeah. So Unio, this on here kind of looks like a butterfly, but it's not actually. Uh, Unio is the Latin name for the class family genus. I have to go back to my biology times. (laughs) Uh, The classification for the hard-shelled mollusks, the bivalve. So think of oyster, think of clam. And I like that because Oysters build their shells from the inside working out, much like a community builder starts here and starts building out. You know, they form pearls through strife and friction. And I like to think that we community builders do the same thing, trial by fire, right? And then the last part of union, why it was such a good fit was in Latin, union means a coming together of people and meeting of minds. So I thought it was a perfect fit. Yeah. And your book, uh, Unio, uh, is uh, on Amazon, Unio, the Art of Intentional Community Building. Um, and that's a bit, that's all linked up from your website. Um, but who is this book for? Uh, and like, who, who needs to add this to their list ASAP? <laughs> You know, this is for any uh, business owner, any C-suite, any marketer, any solopreneur, any entrepreneur, anybody that is charged with increasing their fan base, increasing their clientele, increasing even the culture within their own company. Because, you know, there's more than one type of community. We have the community of fan bases, right? Our clientele. We also have the smaller, I call micro communities the people you work in your office with. If you're an office manager or somebody that's head of a department, you better know the different types of personalities in there. And and I go over that. You know, there are five different types of personalities in any community. And some are positive, some are negative Nellies. And so Mm -hmm. how to identify them, how to, some strategies to turn those negative Nellies, whether they are trolls online or just really negative you know, people within your own office space. And so we go over strategies to help turn them into more productive uh, members of that community. And so that, you know, that's who it's for. Anybody that's charged with really creating a fan base or a community and then scaling it and making it sustainable. Yeah. Awesome. Best hour. Uh, again, your website, buildwithunio.com and your book, new book. Uh, Unio, The Art of Intentional Community Building. I love it. Like I said, 2022 for me is all about the year of community and human connection. So thank you so much. Uh, well, thank you, Josh, for having me on. I love your your all your podcasts and the information you give uh, so freely. I just want to thank you for. Thank you, Bess. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. 
I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.